0: You're listening to the Liverpool Comedy Quota, the only EU ratified comedy podcast in the city with me, your host Jay Burnley. This week, we'd like to welcome you to the start of our Christmas broadcasts. Normally, we'd make some topical joke at the top of the show about Cameron's damp squib comments and wonder whether he was being patronised about the strikes or actually telling us about Osborne's nickname at boarding school. Uh, but instead, we'll bring festive cheer to you all with a glass of eggnog and a hefty comedy package. The Liverpool Comedy Quota. Hoping the government gets visited by the ghosts of Christmas past, present and future, with Maggie playing the role of Jacob Marley. In this week's show, The Quota brings you 50% local comedian Helen Keeler.
1: Maybe you have a bladder problem.
0: And 50% skating for girls, Dr Peter Ellard. I gave it a damn good question. <laughs> providing you with one lady leaping and one drummer drumming. First up is Helen Keeler who is making a name for herself on the circuit having got through to the Funny, funny Female Comedian Final of 2011 and now she's having it going one better and having a Christmas wish come true by appearing on this show Lucky Helen Joining me in the comedy bunker for the comedy quota is Helen Keeler uh, not Keller um, I did no. do, I tried to do some research on you and just got that Deaf and blind woman, uh, if I'm me to say. You that. have
1: to click um, "show only Helen Keeler."
0: Yeah, <laughs> when you when
1: you do it on the search engine, otherwise you'll just get Helen Keller.
0: I do like I do like how uh, the computer does tell you. Are you sure you meant that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was typed it in. I didn't yeah. mean that. Why? You it asking? asks
1: me that as well, and I I know what my name is. So that irritates me more than you.
0: Um, so you're, you're um, on a regular on the on the local circuit, and you do uh, gigs further further afield. Um, tell us a bit about yourself. How you got into comedy?
1: Well, I, I spent. I first wanted to do stand up. Um, first had the idea that I wanted to do it when I was 15 and I watched Ben Elton um, had his show on BBC The Man From Ante yeah Yay. you're old enough to remember
0: it's like Peter Kay that, do, does everybody remember this
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I watched it and I thought I, I could do that I really want to do that and I and how geeky is this I taped it on videotape and every morning as I ate my breakfast I watched that episode until the next week when there was another episode and then I taped that and then I watched that episode for a week and I just absolutely soaked it all in and watched the way he performed and then um, 20 years later I thought yeah, I'll do this. <laughs> <laughs> Come because on. I kind of had this idea that somebody would discover me on the street and say, "Yeah, you're really funny. Where well, I overheard that thing that you just said and here, have your own show." <laughs> um and that didn't happen. So, um I actually had to gig. But it's interesting because I think that uh, um I think doing stand-up has a really technical side to it. And people there are some people who can just get up and and be funny, yeah. but they are few and far between. The vast majority of people work really hard on their act and I think that you know you can, just little things like like I might watch another comedian and the way that they play a laugh that if they're getting a laugh from the audience just the way that they pause or the look that they give or whether they look at the audience or look away or yeah. how they do it it's all stuff that can be learned.
0: So it's, 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 there's a lot, obviously a lot of work goes into um, doing stand-up. Take, take us from your first gig. Um, what, do you, what do you remember about that? And then and, and bring us to the present day about what you're doing. So what was your first gig like? Where was it? And how many well, people? Well, I
1: did. I, I I finally thought at the age of 35, right? I <laughs> want to do stand-up comedy. I didn't know how to go about it, so I, I Googled comedy courses yeah. and I did a comedy course here. At the Radio City Tower. I think I think um, everybody's the, done this the, Yeah, I think pretty much every every person who went in stand up in. I'm sure in Pete Liverpool said this the to me. And years. Adam as well. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, so I, I did the course, and that, that was six weeks, it was just a couple of hours, or one evening a week, and on the sixth week was your first gig, and yeah. at that gig, I was so terrified that if you'd have put a loaded gun on the table and said to me, you can either shoot yourself in the head or go on stage, I would have thought about it, <laughs> that's how terrified I was, And but I knew that I'd be furious with myself if I didn't do it, so um and i did the gig and i was terrified but afterwards i thought god i'm i'm really pleased i did that i loved it
0: so what what kind of stuff do you talk about in your sets i
1: think i think i make um i make a conscious effort to to talk about subjects that aren't um spoken about a lot on stage, and I think that that makes sense anyway. Because if you, if you're going on stage and the person before you has already covered the topic that that you're going to talk about, even if you're saying something different or even if you're you think that what you've got is funnier, the audiences can have already heard it. Yeah. So they there's don't want so to There's only so many masturbation jokes
0: you can do in, in yeah, one. Yeah, one. absolutely. And there's
1: sometimes <laughs> that you that you come up with something that you you think is really good, but you think that that subject's just it's, it's been done, done to too death. much already there's sort of, sort of so. like the
0: fritzel thing where that, that came out and then everybody had a fritzel joke yeah or sort of I'm trying to think what the, the latest one is there's always there's always something in the media where everybody goes oh it comes on and sort of just ticks a box and everybody goes ha 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 ha.
1: yeah I think everyone will be talking about Clarkson yeah this week but <laughs> yeah I talk about um well I did a gig last night I spoke about um uh, Catholicism <laughs>
0: um, not something that gets But there's a lot a lot of atheists in comedy at the moment so there's not there's not ever a kind of well Are you I'm pro a art? lapsed catholic ah, right, so okay. um
1: uh and and the thing that I I talk about in my set about is how no there's there's only lapsed catholics because <laughs> Catholicism is too hard nobody can do it oh, um, I and I talk about being propositioned by curb crawlers after gigs which has actually happened to Uh, me? Male
0: male curb crawlers or female curb curb crawlers?
1: Male curb crawlers. Oh, right.
0: Okay. I don't know. I've never seen I don't think I've ever seen a male curb crawler. The curb
1: crawler is the punter, Che.
0: Oh, right. Okay.
1: (laughs) Sorry. I thought you were in a cut. Oh, that just shows that you know nothing about curb crawling, which is a good thing.
0: (laughs) So you got propositioned.
1: I get, yeah, I've had curb crawlers stopping and I just have to quickly get in my car or go back inside the venue. It's it's horrendous. (laughs) So uh, what else do I talk about? I talk about um, age gap relationships.
0: Because?
1: I'm in an age gap relationship. (laughs) Talk about what you know. It's always the best thing. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, oh, and I talk about, um, this is... Something that, as far as I'm aware of, no other comedian talks about. I have a condition called face blindness, so I struggle to recognise people.
0: Even with this beauty um, sat in front of you?
1: Well, do you know what? You are pretty distinctive, which is a good thing. (laughs) There was one time when you came up to us when we were in Edinburgh. Sorry, was that when
0: I was curb crawling? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're in Edinburgh and you came, you came up to us and, uh, and you were talking and I turned to Adam and said, who is this? And he, said, <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, how many big black men do you know? It's Jay.
0: <laughs> I've, I've got a question there. How many big black men do you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably one. one. <laughs> yeah. So, me. so yeah, the face blindness is, uh, is quite an unusual so
0: topic. Do, do, you get, do you find that the, the crowds are actually responsive to that? That they, they, they actually like... A, it's almost like a palate cleanser when they've got something a little bit different to hear on stage rather than the usual topics.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, have you, have you definitely, had any feedback I, think from them? That, I think that you have to... Um, if you're talking about something, then, f- for example, the face blindness, obviously that's something that most people haven't even heard of. So you have to kind of explain it a little bit at the top before you go straight into it, mm. otherwise people won't know what the hell you're talking about. But um, the other thing that I... I have is that I make a conscious effort not to talk about female subjects. Oh, we can get onto this now. (laughs) So it shouldn't have to be that way because men talk a lot about things from a male perspective, which is fair enough because they're men. men. But I think that when female comedians do that, people are much less receptive to it.
0: Is it is it is it weird that you're still having that conversation? Or does it still need to be had? That you know, um, it's harder for women in comedy, or is it harder for? It, it, it seems like it's it's one of those touchy subjects now. Where you go, oh, you yeah, know. I think
1: it. I think it. Some people, it is a touchy subject, and uh, I think that um, it's. I, w- I wouldn't want to be described as a as a female comedian or mm. a comedienne and, and I have had some horrendous introductions. I've had I've had people say things like next we've got a lady. <laughs> and I think, what? So, you know, you you do get some of that, but I think it's a a, a it can be a positive thing being mm. a, a woman in comedy because there are far fewer women than men usually. I'm the only woman on the bill and, and most women in comedy find that unless you're on a, a, a female like, night. Like the funny's funny like thing. funny's funny. That you you tend to be the only woman on the bill. Um, and I think that so, in some ways it's harder because I think people have this idea that women aren't funny. Mm. Um, and I have actually gone on stage and seen men just cross their arms and fold their legs in front of them, and it, you get that whole attitude from them as well, I'm not gonna find this funny, even before you've spoken. But I think in another way, it can be a positive thing. Firstly, I, I don't look like most other comedians, so people are more likely to remember me. Mm. When I, I don't think to myself all the time, oh, you know, this is such hard work, being a woman in comedy. Mm. You just have to get on with it. And I think um, when, when you go on stage, I think that in a way, you have to prove yourself more being mm. a woman. But I kind of quite like that because I think, why shouldn't I have to prove myself when I go on stage? They don't know if I'm funny. Yeah. I have to make them laugh. That's what I'm there for. So I should be proving myself.
0: Mm. And you do. Uh, every time I've seen you, you've been brilliant. Um, you. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of back slap in there. Uh, so what, what are you doing in the future? What have you got lined up? You've, you've got the 11 gigs next year. But where's, where's, the, where's the plan to take you?
1: all I I'm aiming for really is to at some point be making a living out of gigging. Mm. I, I love gigging and, um, that, that's what I want to do. And I'm not, I'm not even really thinking about, um, I I think, I think that if, if I had gone into this when I was 20, I'd be thinking, Oh yeah, I want my own TV show. That, that would be lovely. Mm. Um, (laughs) but that's, All I'm thinking about really is that I'd like to make a living out of doing this. This is what I think. I think it's taken me all these years to find out what I want to do when I grow up. And finally, (laughs) I'm I'm doing it. I just want to be able to make a living. Because at the moment, you know, it costs so much Mm. to get to gigs and petrol and stuff that it's 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 not it's, it's not all glamour <laughs> no it's very far from glamour it was far from glamour last night when I was coming home I got lost I, had to, I got to the end of the road where, where the gig was and I had a choice I should have gone right and I went wrong <laughs> and uh, I ended up spending an extra about 45 minutes getting home I was literally driving down the road praying for the M6 because I was so desperate for the toilet and needed, <laughs> needed the service station and I'm going along thinking ah, and you have that thing don't you when you've been holding on for the toilet when you finally go it's like your body's like no no I'm holding on we're holding on here <laughs> like, I think it takes like three wheeze, right, for your body to finally say it's okay we can let go now and <laughs> it see you're so desperate for the toilet you get to the toilet like come on and then um, I, I got to the toilets in the service station. On the back of the door, there was a big poster that say, said, did you only just make it? <laughs> Maybe you have a bladder problem. I'm like, no, I have a navigation problem. That's why I only just made it.
0: <laughs> so I think the glamorous lifestyle of, 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 of a travelling comic.
1: It's highly glamorous, <laughs> Yeah.
0: Uh, so thanks for coming in, Helen. Thanks for talking to us. Uh, if we want to uh, get in touch with you online or anything, you're on Twitter and stuff like that. If people want to, find out I am.
1: You I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. It's it's just Helen Keeler.
0: Oh, I hate with, Keeler. A, with a
1: capital H and a capital K
0: Fantastic Helen, <laughs> thanks again for coming in Thanks a lot
1: No bother, cheers Che Cheers, to that. Bye
0: Helen Keeler there Follow her on Facebook or Twitter but not in a kind of stalky way um, but just to, as a way to find out where she'll be on because uh, she's well worth, worth the watch Finally, we here at The Quota have heard some pretty cruel jokes at the expense of drummers uh, recently. Uh, we're not clever enough to examine this, this phenomenon on our own, uh, so we called in an expert, uh, a doctor, in fact. Uh, he's the drummer for Skating for Girls. He is Dr. Pete Allard. Joining me on the line in the uh, comedy bunker for Comedy Quota is Dr. Peter Ellard. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Nice, nice
2: you got my title right. Very good. Yeah,
0: I know. Uh, Well, you know, um, drummer from uh, Skating for Girls. Normally, uh, drummers are much maligned and uh, there's jokes about them that we'll get onto Mm. in a minute. But you're you're actually a doctor as well, so uh, it's nice to have somebody with intelligence on the show for once. I,
2: I bought it, so I don't know how... Much the level of intelligence is.
0: Is this like one of those priest things where you can be, uh, be ordained? I've, and... I've
2: got that as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? Knowing you, I probably wouldn't put that past you. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, it's true. Seriously, you have? <laughs> oh, yeah, God. I have, yeah. I, uh, it's from <laughs> your last birthday. They actually, record record labels, when they, when they, uh, you know, they're they expect you usually get a book from them or something about music. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So they usually ask you what you want. First of all, you say you want money, mm. they usually say no to that. And then uh, I just sort of we decided to just make up stuff. And I said I, I, w- I want to become a lord without <laughs> without without actually you know having a peerage, and uh, I want to uh, also want to become a doctor without doing any work. So, <laughs> and, and, they, and they go online and
0: and then get uh, a doctorate.
2: Yeah, so there you go. That's how easy it's done. Hey, Lorraine Kelly's got one. So
0: nice comparison there (laughs) you're in the (laughs) the same you're moving (laughs) the same circles
2: I saw it on on TV the other day so I just
0: yeah. Do- Dr Lorraine Kelly that's that's one person yeah. I wouldn't like examining me prostate <laughs> <I> just, uh, <laughs> although maybe I would I don't know uh, I could, I, now, I now see that I, I wanted to get you on because uh, I was going to talk about the drummer's jokes and, and yeah. see, see if that is actually true or not uh, but also because I always guess that you were probably one of the funniest state of the band I know there's only three of you but, um... yeah you're one of <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd like to think I was the funniest in the band was, was, it, was it you yeah. was it you who um, was the main driving be behind the um, Easter number ones, and uh, was it St. Swithin's you tried to do as well?
2: St. Swithin's Day, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> since, 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 it's hard to say, St. Swithin's Day number 17. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was, isn't it? Yeah, no, we just thought, you know, Easter number, everybody goes to the Christmas number one, but it's, you know, you've got no chance. X Factor, Boo Blaze always doing something. <laughs> so uh, we, we decided to... Uh, Home I in on the uh, Easter market. Easter on oh. holiday, people are
0: off. And and you said you were going to do it, and you did it as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, so. a, it, was a, it was a long fought campaign by lots of people. You know, lots of our very very loyal fans on Twitter and Facebook. So the Wolf Cubs. thanks to them. The Wolf Cubs and yeah. So, so what's,
0: what's happening with the band at the moment? You've just you've, you've the the, um, the last album was out. Was, was it beginning of 2011
2: or the end of 2010? Uh, end of 2000. Uh, no, beginning
0: of 2010 was the last album. Bloody hell! Is it happening
2: uh, long? Yeah. So it's been a while, and we, we've had we had a few singles out. And we had a we were we were going to sort of repack the uh, album again mm. with uh, the Sweden's Day <laughs> number seventeen. <laughs> uh, but but just you know things at the record label will change around and. Uh, they decided to keep it and and, and just go ahead because we've been writing songs. You know, we always constantly write songs and, yeah. and practice together. So we we decided to just go ahead for our album three, and we're writing and sort of practicing and getting ready to go in the studio to record it now. And we just you know, I've I've listened to it. I've played a few few of the songs. That hopefully, you know, they're going to be on there. And, and I really am you know, really enjoying it. Mm. Everybody really, everybody says that about every album. They do, but uh, I really, yeah, really like it. Really good.
0: But it, it does seem like it's a fun band to be in as well, because uh, you do uh, SFGTV.
2: We uh, do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we have just, we are sort of thinking of something new because I think it's had its day. It's got a bit like you know TGI, TGI, TFI, TFI yeah,
0: Friday. <laughs> okay. We're doing great with these anacronyms, aren't we? Right? Yeah, I
2: know. it's got a bit. <laughs> it's got a bit. We, we sort of it's cut, it come to a bit of an end. So we're, we're thinking of doing some other stuff. Mainly probably just us with the cameras in the studio practicing and recording and yeah. you know, the best best bits of that but
0: but that's where I first saw, obviously, uh, your yeah. your comedic um, sort of uh, take on the world. Uh, your uh, your visit to Germany, I think it was, where you went to you went oh, you went to a museum. It was it
2: was it Norway? in Norway, yeah. Oh, was it Norway? One day, yeah, for a TV program in Norway. Doesn't get dark there. Very <laughs> weird.
0: <laughs> but it, that was that, that, uh, the, the Kuntz Museum. I think it was that's called it,
2: the, the, the Kuntz Museum. <laughs> I think there is one in um, in in Germany as well. <laughs> I, I, I don't actually know what it means. I I think we found out, but it was just more funny.
0: I'll do it in the post edit. I'll find out what it means and, and yeah, do a little translation yeah. at the end for everybody. <laughs> but, I mean, there was that. There was also. Was it you who did the homage to Cleese bashing the bashing the hell out of a yeah. car with a branch? That uh,
2: was. Yeah, that was that was the very first day. That uh, well, that, that was the day before we got actually got like a tour manager. We got signed that week, and it was the last gig that we had to drive ourselves, and we drove to Stoke. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we were playing at the university in Stoke. We were, we were. Playing with uh, Muncher. you remember her? From oh yeah, base. one of the yeah. yeah. <laughs> On an FA Cup final day, and uh, we got there, and we all thought they were in the road, but it was actually my alternator had blown up and my battery had blo- caught fire. To which other cars were who were parked next to me because it started smoking, decided to uh, move, and yeah, <laughs> I gave it a damn good thrashing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I always have this uh, this theory that uh, you know comedians want to be musicians and musicians want to be comedians. Um, Yeah. Have you got that kind of thing that desire in you to do do more comedic stuff? And uh, who who are your comic heroes? My
2: comic, uh, well I love, I I do like new uh, lots of new comedies. I I, I'm you know obviously I love the greats. I like Forty Towers. You know very frantic and. Yeah, uh, and, and you know Ricky Gervais is that, but I do like I, I, I like new comedies. I, but the best, quite a few have come. Sort of, I, I tell you, what I like really at the moment uh, Chris Lilly, the guy who does. Um, oh yeah, Summer High. Summer High High, and he did the uh, new Angry Boys. And, uh, and
0: uh, Smouse is amazing. Uh, yeah,
2: exactly. All that's it's it's really really it's kind of wrong, but <laughs> funny, and you can get away. with it's, it's a bit. He's a bit like Ricky Gervais. You know, Ricky Gervais can. Only he could say some things yeah. that he says on his shows. Did, and
0: did,
1: get
2: away, because he's Ricky Gervais.
0: Yeah,
2: I, I think it's a similar thing. And he also, and obviously, like yeah, Angry Boys is great. But there's a one before the both of Some Hearts High and uh, Angry Boys, which is called um, We Could Be Heroes. Hmm. Which is uh, it's it's the start of our, um, it's Australian of the Year competition. It's all about oh. the, the people around the state. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, think but, I think
0: I saw some of those. Yeah.
2: They're really good. It's really it's really good and it's kind of the characters there you can see a sort of developments into Summer Heights High and um and Angry Angry Boys, Boys. It, yeah. Yeah, but he's he's great, you know, and uh, Peter Kay obviously and is mm. great. He's you know do you, get, do you get
0: much chance to actually go out and watch live stand up or is it mostly watching DVDs mm. on tour buses and stuff like Yeah, that?
2: a lot of it is watching DVDs and and on tour buses and whatever they've got on mm. on the tour bus. Uh, I am I haven't been seeing. Comedy show for ages, ages. My mom and dad went to see PK at uh, the tour that didn't tour <laughs> in Manchester, and, and you know they said it was good cool. I, I have lost. i the last person I saw was uh, our, we, we actually where we live in Ryset They put a comedy store on the comedy bunker uh, at the golf course in Ryset oh. and it was and it was done by a teacher who used to go a teacher by school, but he he was quite known around the around the uh, circuit, so he he would get. All the people that were trying new materials, so like Al Murray and oh, yeah. uh, Harry Hill, Adam Bloom, all these comedians would all nice. all come and do a set there. So it was really, really, really
0: privileged really good. to get all those kind of big names yeah. to come into a little uh, golf club.
2: Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and then, but it was it was really good. Great atmosphere, sort of like a working men's kind of club, you know. And hmm. these great comedians that he puts on and. Yeah, it was really, it's really,
0: really good. And obviously, you've had the chance to meet some of these comedians as well. You were, you did, you were the original band for uh, Jason Manford's uh, comedy rocks, weren't you?
2: <clears throat> yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah, we did the first show. That was great. Yeah, that was really good. It was old school entertainment, you know. And you got uh, Joe Pasquale. Yeah. Yeah, how, how funny! Yeah? People say, you know, it's a bit old, it's a bit old comedy and old, yeah. and cheap. it's it's hilarious when you're there and he's doing that sort of comedy. It's absolutely <laughs> brilliant. And yeah, Jason is, again, you know, another great sort of. Great comedian picks mm. up on things, you know, and that you will go. Yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So, 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 you uh, you've, have you uh, any aspirations to do some comedy in the future or?
2: No, no. I've seen, I've well, obviously, I've, I've seen your stand-up <laughs> so I've, or, or, or heard bits of it. Uh, no, no, I, just, I think with us with the comedy, it's the fact that we're we're all quite close mates. We yeah. all, you know, I've known Roy since I was about six, and I've known Greg the best part of my adult life, and. Uh, yeah. uh, I think the fact we we, yeah we just get you know we all get on we just have a laugh and a joke we're normal sort of guys I think there was someone who said scouts for girls you know they don't really look like pop stars but you you look like you could have a fight with them you know (laughs) which is which is kind of right and I think if you if you you know keep yourself to yourself keep yourself you know true to yourself yeah it can you come across
0: normal and funny and. Well, I've always I've always seen you as the musical version of the goodies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because <who's> <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you can have a fight. Well, Greg Greg is obviously Graham Grave Greg the one with the big chops. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's up That's to you cool. and Roy to fight out over who's Tim Brooke Taylor. Uh, so I'll be Bill Oddie. Yeah. <laughs> <I like nerds. laughs> <laughs> so, uh, talking because you're, you're the drummer in the band as well. I wanted yeah. to get you on to talk about um, even before I got into comedy. I always knew there was jokes about drummers, and I wanted to oh, yeah. wanted to see if the, if this was a true thing. Are, are drummers that stupid? No. Uh, or well, yeah, is it's, it a misnomer?
2: It's it's a misnomer. Uh, I think it's it's more more towards you know you got your vanity with your front man, yeah, and and your bass players. They go you know it's four strings rather than six what does that tell you about <laughs> huh? oh there's a bit of rivalry your, you know. your, your drummers are keeping it together <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you know any drummer jokes oh,
2: I do I, I know a bass player joke go on do you want to hear a bass player joke alright yeah, I'll, I'll try and shorten it a bit but there's a gig and there's a band there's four of them four people there yeah. <clears throat> and, and a psychic comes and she says oh, I can read the minds of, of, of all four members while they're on stage and, mm. and so, she, so she does so she talking to this guy, she says, okay. So she she tunes into the, uh, into the brain of the singer and he says, uh, and he's going, looking out going, you people will never respect me. You don't know how great I am. I'm (laughs) I'm the greatest, greatest (laughs) songwriter. You just, you just here for an image, blah, blah, blah. So then she, uh, she tunes into the brain of the uh, guitarist and he's going, yeah, yeah, look at all these hot girls. Yeah, I reckon I'm going to get lucky tonight. I'm going to be able to, kind of be able to, Paul and you know yeah. take some of these chicks back to my hotel room. And then she goes into the brain of the drummer, and he's he's going, "Oh, that's quite busy tonight. I think we're going to make some money out of this gig. I think this could be a good gig." And then she tunes into the brain of the bass player, and all she can hear is a a a a a a a a d d d d d d d d c c c c c c c c. So, I hope that was that was. Better, <laughs> that wasn't a sympathy laugh. No, 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 no,
0: no, <laughs> it's just I've got a load of drummer ones here. No, no, I mean, no, I mean. is it because like I can, sort of see, I can sort of see the point, but it's only, it's only if the drummer is actually thick, and it's just sort of like where's this, where's this idea that drummers are, are thick from? So it's yeah. sort of like, uh, what do you call a drummer with half a brain? Gifted. Uh, yeah, what do you call someone who hangs around with musicians? A drummer. Uh, yeah. What did the drummer get on his IQ test? Drool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <there> But, is, <laughs> but is, is it? why do you think that this, this is because like I mean like there's, there's been some intelligent drummers to come out in, in our time like Phil Collins uh, yeah exactly
2: <laughs> he can do everything
0: <laughs> it's so good they made him the front man
2: yeah uh, yeah exactly <laughs> uh, I don't know why there is this thing around it I don't know maybe it just goes back from drummers usually being a bit crazy I think it's a bit like in football your, your mental player is usually your goalkeeper hmm <laughs> Isn't it? Goalkeepers have a tendency to, you know, why do you, you know, people are saying, why do you want to go and go? booting balls at you. You've got to be a bit crazy to go and go. So I think it's kind of that.
0: <clears throat> uh, drummers are a bit crazy as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, a bit mad.
0: <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, have you, um, going back to uh, comedy films and stuff like that, uh, touring around and everything, uh, is, is being in a band a bit like Spinal Tap?
2: There, there are bits. We've had moments of Spinal Tap where, Roy has said hello. What was it? Hello, Blissfields. When we were at um, where were we? We were at the Secret Garden party or something. <laughs> we were in something like that. He's, he's done that. He, he has to. He actually has the um, place we're at taped down. It's not because he doesn't care. It's because he you know, Gets into it and he forgets. <laughs> and he will go hello. He's done a, He's done a few things like that where he said you know hello. Newcastle when you're in Sunderland or something <laughs> like that.
0: And like, no, so, no. what's been what's been the, the the funniest moment in on touring uh, that you've had? In I'm terms, don't have to be sort of Roy messing up, but
2: no, he, it's usually him because it's just funny. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he has done there was a, there, we used to in a show we used to sort of break him up and then we used to come back on with uh, like James Bond thing, yeah, and so we used to go off. <laughs> and there was one place where he was told follow the white lines. And go off to the side and all that. So me and Greg walk off to the sides. You know, the tour manager there with a the torch, and we, you know, we just talk to him. And he's like, yeah. "Where's Roy? Roy basically just walked to the back of the curtains, black curtains, and thought, right, quick, I will just go behind the, you know, I'll go out for the, behind the curtains.' Yeah. Not realising the curtains were curtaining a wall. <laughs> so he asked to them and walk straight to the wall, and then realised, and then decided, "What can I do now? I can't go back out." So we hide behind the curtains and sort of. Felt his way down the wall to the side and just appeared out of nowhere. That that was that was quite funny. He ripped his uh, ripped his jeans as well in front of twenty thousand uh, screaming girl guides, not realising. But he ripped it up the seam, so it was it was yeah. He had to yeah wardrobe malfunction, so he had to go off and uh,
0: get that changed. So um, so what, what with, uh, look what time what dates are we looking at for the uh, new album? Is there anything specific on that? Um,
2: not not sure. Uh, probably probably March time, a uh, uh, March time single for you know for album release sort of couple of weeks after that. I'm not not entirely sure because we, you know we still got, we've got to go and record it and then it goes backwards and forwards for a little bit. But yeah, no, it's all going good. It's all going great. It's it's, it's sounding really really good. It's all very positive from everybody that's involved with it.
0: Are You doing anything live uh, between now and then, or is it? <coughs> we're, we're not we're not
2: at the moment. But um, if you, you know if you get if you tw- join us on Twitter and we're always on Twitter, we always. We do a fortnightly Facebook chat as well. One of us, we take it in turns, so you can chat to us there. And we, you know, we always try and get everybody involved and tell you. What what's, the Twitter, what's
0: the Twitter name? Is
2: it at? It's it's at uh, scouting four, as in the number.
0: Number four. For girls. Yeah. So yeah. For girls. Uh, you also just a quick one as well. You also do uh, you do a, a bit for charity as well. Do you want to plug the charities? The Well yeah, the Well Child and the. Uh, yeah,
2: the yeah, we do. We do. Uh, like last year, we did a, a bike ride from London to. Um, Brighton on choppers, you know, like old
0: 70s choppers. Oh, that, that was my first bike. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, it's my first bike <laughs> I I know, as well. Was,
0: it wasn't a chopper. I was, I was a bit cheaper than that. it was a grifter. It was the cheap, uh, cheap version yeah, of the chopper. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah <I thought laughs> just, just as just liable to slip into middle gear and spin <laughs> round and, and yeah. <laughs> do yourself a, a damage.
2: <laughs> Basically, it was a bit like that. <laughs> so we did that. It was fifty miles. We did that over two days. We um, raised about twenty thousand pounds for World well Child, which is a great. It, really, it is a really good charity. It's for um, it helps for nurses and doctors for the children that are seriously ill. Yeah. It that. it's really good. And next year, next summer, hopefully, we will be uh, doing a another charity event. We're going to be rowing from uh, Kingston and Thames to Henley. We're doing the. We'll the I don't know if you read the book. Um,
0: Three men in a boat, is it?
2: Yeah, three men in a boat. We're doing <laughs> we're doing that kind of thing with the three of us and a dog, probably, and we're going to be try, trying to do
0: that. Why do you set character. yourself these challenges?
2: <laughs> well, this one's not too bad because it's quite. We've worked it out. It's quite quite a nice little little ride, and there's lots of places to stop on the way.
0: <laughs> you're going but, you're on a pub crawl in a boat, aren't you?
2: Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no. Hopefully, we're um, you know, we we're. we're out more about that but it's a great it is a great charity and there's lots of people getting involved with it you know when we started it was we were kind of the first yeah. the first band to do some stuff for it and lots of pixie lot and it's, it's growing
0: and growing and growing have, have you got the website for that or is it uh, it's, uh,
2: just giving.com and you just go
0: wellchild anyway, and you'll find it on there yeah you'll find it on there or just wellchild.com fantastic so follow, follow you on Facebook follow you on Twitter uh, your yeah. website your website as well it's yeah com. Uh, and uh, you can find out in, all information about the new album and stuff like that on there.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, we're always putting things up, so you know, you can sign up sign up to our uh, mailing list and the next get... evo-
0: the next evolution of Sky- uh, SFG TV. Yeah, we're working on it. But <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the show, Pete. It's been fantastic. No, thanks having for having me, me. Anytime. No, no, it's great. So hopefully that has brought you some Christmas cheer uh, at the start of December. Um, keep your cockles warm and roast your chestnuts. Um, we'll be back uh, next week uh, with more uh, comedy ch- chat with uh, local comedians and uh, national comedians. Uh, and we'll probably give you a rundown of some of the best shows uh, that you can see over the Christmas period. Um, so keep keep listening and follow us on Facebook, Liverpool Comedy Quota, and on uh, Twitter, which is at Comedy Quota. Uh, and we'll see you for the next one. Cheers.